Hi, I'm Dr. Lisa Dunn, and thanks for joining me here today on The Communication Architect. Each week, we'll share content that will empower you to grow your personal leadership capacity through the development of communication competencies that build emotional health and relational resilience. We'll unpack some practical applications of interpersonal, intrapersonal, family, and organizational communication. And we'll connect with stories of transformation that will inspire you to achieve personal and social change. Now, let's build the scaffolding you need to become a communication architect. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. I'm Dr. Lisa Dunn, a lifelong homeschooling parent, author, and president of Chula Vista Christian University, a four-year university that centers on mentor-driven, Bible-based, debt-free higher education. Join us for our upcoming visit day and experience our signature Socratic model in person. Just click the pop-up box at cvcu.us to register. That's Chula Vista Christian University. If you're new to the show, we are unpacking American education be sure to scroll back on my podcast for some tips on breaking free from the toxic traits of the traditional system. Pastors, if you'd like to know more about how you can play a vital role in rescuing the next, the outsourced generation, you can go to cvcu.us and click the Start an Academy tab. We can have your campus up and running in just four to six weeks. And if you are looking for more information on how to jump into the mission, maybe just kind of uh, stepping around the shores there, join us for our next masterclass at savethenextgen.com. That's savethenextgen.com. Parents, we have three levels of support for you. Church based support classes, college degree programs, and of course, the Start and Academy program. Just this semester, we launched a very exciting community outreach at our Chula Vista campus, and that is tuition-free homeschool support that's not yoked to a woke government system. You can check that out at cvcu.us. Whether you're just starting the journey or you're already impacting your home and your community, I wanted to take some time to remind us all today about the social need and the solution for America's education crisis. The fallout in the American classroom has obviously reverberated across generations. This isn't new. It's just the the fruit sprouting up. The pagan gods of Marxism and humanism have spewed out their aggressively anti-Christian, anti-family doctrine like an academic volcano that melts every dissident in the path of its lava flow. In the 1970s, the seeds of communism were already planted in our nation's university classrooms and then Those students grew up and made certain that the fruit of their training was felt across every state, every county, and that's the fruit we're seeing today. CRT and Marxism have taken such a firm root that their tentacles are literally wrapped around every subject area, across every grade, across every city and state in the United States. As a result, we have the most anxious, depressed, atheist generation in the history of our nation. It's not an accident, friends. If we don't shift the culture of education, we will lose our nation. It's that simple, that sobering. And again, I taught for 20 years at the university level. That's the, the vantage point for the cumulative destruction. We see everything that students learn from K to 12, this lifetime of bad habits, this lifetime of indoctrination. We all are aware of the content today. It's not just the content that's problematic, though we'll talk about some of that in just a moment, but it's also the method. This hive mind methodology that's obliterated creative thought, it's silenced joy, it's replaced the voice of the genius with the hum of a drone. The next generation has overtly been trained to mock truth, to despise their parents, to blindly follow 
Hitlerian dictates. I mean, we're seeing all of this play out all around us. In my latest book, Outsourced, Why America's Kids Need an Education Revolution, which you can find at cbcu.us on the homepage or the president's page, I tracked the 12 traits of traditional education. 58 years of evolution, Marxism, and generational segregation have led us to where we are today. Again, not new. 58 years this has been happening. We've been stomping our feet at the school board meetings and this nonsense is still being taught in the public system. Let's talk a little bit about the problems. I I shared a few weeks ago that I was thinking about the first time I saw this cultural shift. And it was actually, when I saw it first was 2009, I was speaking to an audience of Gen Xers about the rise of dysfunctional behaviors like cutting. And I asked the audience, how many of you personally know someone who's a cutter? And maybe one or two hands would go up in a room of a couple hundred people. But then I'd ask that same question to a group of students, their children, and 90% of them personally knew someone who was cutting themselves or burning themselves on purpose to relieve emotional pain. That is a generational shift from virtually zero to 90% in one generation. And we're in the midst of a similar shift today when we talk about anxiety and depression and atheism. Already in 2018, suicide was the second leading cause of death for 10 to 24-year-olds in America. So we're already seeing this, that shift, that uh, generational shift that's happening on our watch, friends. We can't just step back when we have these generational shifts, when we see students who are exposed daily to an aggressive sexual agenda that devalues human life. It peddles perversion. It, as I've said before, it intends not just to kill off the seed of Adam, and that is one of its 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 clear intentions, but it seeks to create sexual addictions that will disable and destroy the bonding hormone oxytocin. So the next generation will be physiologically unable to attach to another human being. Can you see the enemy's talents in all of these works? For 60 years now, public schools have been teaching evolution as fact. 60 years. Go back and do the research. Look how many parents went to the school board and stomped their feet 58 years ago. And here it is. It's so embedded in the school curricula. It's an accepted part of the curricula. We just kind of eye roll emoji when we when we see it because it's like, oh yeah, they teach that. No, no. They teach that as fact. It has been taught as fact and it devalues our, our, our human existence, our, our made in the image self, it devalues us. And it's become such an accepted part. Again, we don't even question, we just roll our eyes at it. Like Marxism, sexual perversion, and gender fluidity will be accepted norms tomorrow if we don't step up. If you thought government education was just reading, writing, arithmetic, friend, those days are long gone. In fact, schools are spending more time on sociopolitical agendas than on scholastics. Just look at ournationsreportcard.gov. I unpacked that data a few episodes back, so scroll back and check it out. Who is teaching the children and what are they being taught? It is not the same school system today. I've shared before that my grandmother taught in the public school system for 50 years. She rode her horse to the one-room schoolhouse. I'm not making this up. But I have her school-issued hymnals. I have her prayer books. I have her reading textbooks that taught inherently, organically from the Word of God. Today, the name of Jesus is not just accidentally overlooked from education. It is purposefully dissected from the very foundations of education. Intentional. Noah Webster said that education is useless without the Bible. What is the the beginning of wisdom? The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. John Adams said that our constitution was written for a moral 
people, and it is wholly inadequate to the government of any other. Students in our nation's government monopoly schools are not only among the lowest performers across the globe academically, but they are also the most depressed, anxious, non-committal, suicide ideation prone students in the history of our nation. Why? The very foundation of academia is broken. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. We need an education revolution that restores faith and family to the center point of cultural influence because the scholastic ship, my friends, it is sinking. Parents, it's time for us to stop courting and supporting a pagan system that is undermining us academically, socially, spiritually, professionally. John Taylor Gatto said it best, government monopoly schools are structurally unreformable. Well, they're doing exactly what they were designed to do. They're creating drones, not critical thinkers. After 20 years of that radioactive exposure to the culture of higher education, I was compelled to help churches launch mentor-driven, faith-based, debt-free academies that connect the family and the local church, restoring the local church to the center point. And this is what we see happening around us right now. This is the good news of of the day. Uh, This is what's happening in the educational culture. In just the last 29 months, our training model at Chula Vista Christian University has rescued thousands now of students from public school indoctrination, trained hundreds of faculty in the parent-directed model, created classes that inspire wonder and curiosity, restore the model of intergenerational mentorship that Titus, Timothy, Deuteronomy, compel us to live out, train up, to teach up, to talk about the word as we go about our day. And what I see is really just tremendously exciting is that it's providing this radical fulfillment of Luke 117 that the hearts of fathers and children are being restored. So this is what I need, I believe needs to change. If you're, you know, listening to this show and you're thinking, I really want to be part of the rescue mission. I know the first thing churches think of a lot of times is private schools. And I know many pastors have had very bad experiences with private schools. And I understand that. And the reason for that is because the drop-off model doesn't work. The outsource model doesn't work. If parents are not involved in the discipleship game, my friends, we fail. At the end of the day, it is the parent's mantle, the parent's responsibility to train up the children. That scripture was not written to the churches. The churches partner with us, absolutely, but the parents need to take that 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 moral mandate, that's that shouldering of the of the responsibility of raising up our children. And so this is what I, I believe that we need to talk about kind of at for those who are who are putting their toes in the water and thinking, what can I do to be part of the solution? We can't just create private schools that get kids off the big yellow prison bus, although that is an important starting point. We we also have to fix what's broken. These are the distinctives I use as healing agents for hurting and confused generation. Parents have to be in the game. Pastors can't do this alone. Parents have that Deuteronomy 6-6 mandate. We carry the mantle of spiritual authority, responsibility, discipleship, and we need to start accepting that call and stop outsourcing our children to the lowest bidder. There's a maternal misattachment, this relational malnourishment from a wave of outsourcing that's wreaked havoc in the youngest generations because parents' hearts truly have been captivated by lesser gods. So we need to change that. Churches have to step up to the plate. They have to stop being intimidated. Jesus never preached a live and let live gospel. He didn't. In fact, he was very specific, very strong about the treatment of children. He said that if someone dared to lead astray a child, it would actually be better that that person have a millstone hung around his neck and he'd be drowned in the depths of the sea. That's pretty strong, friends. 
Don't hinder the children in coming to me, Jesus told his disciples. Restore the hearts of the fathers and the children, Luke 117 reminds us. In the church, the fallout from programs that have created generational segregation. This has destroyed the multi-generational model that's prescribed to us in Deuteronomy and Titus and Timothy. Churches have slumped back passively while governmental usurpers have outlawed the Great Commission on our watch. So it's time for us to reclaim the moral, the intellectual authority of the church to restore the voice of the parent to its rightful place if we are to save the next generation, my friends. It will be through systematic reform of the modern scholastic model. The good news, a rescue mission is underway. I believe the church should be restored as the center point of culture. The local church has tremendous agency, tremendous power. It has space, it has mentors, it has leaders, it has a sovereign call to disciple the nations. Imagine the impact on our culture when education is restored to the house of God. Imagine a flood of Gen Zs and Alphas surging through our doorways, a return of patriotism, American exceptionalism, and exponential multiplication of church growth because the church has power. The peer-reviewed data is clear. Parents also have power. Students who are educated by their parents have a higher rate of socio-emotional and academic success. They're more civically engaged. They're far less likely to leave the faith after graduation. When students are academically apprenticed and spiritually discipled by their parents, we see atheism shrivel. We see divorce rates dissipate. We see identity and purpose rise, a great awakening, a great revival, the next baby boom. Churches will be stronger because families will be stronger. Seems logical, right? And this is not just a dream. This is reality. This is what we're already seeing. These mountains are already moving right in front of our eyes. Our, again, our church-based support systems are radically shifting culture. And here's kind of our five-fold approach to the rescue mission. We're mentor-driven. We use circles instead of rows to restore relational attachment. We're inquiry-based. True to the homeschool model, the professor is a guide on the side instead of a sage on the stage. And we use this model from preschool all the way through college. It's really powerful to see it in action. We're faith-fueled. Every teacher is an academic giant and a spiritual leader who has to pass the Nehemiah Institute's biblical worldview test. And in some of our programs, we use the word mentor rather than the teacher so that there's a shared load and we don't um, we don't uh, make parents think that they don't have any responsibility because we're, we are really are partnering together. We're virtue minded. We've redeemed that original intention of general education through a renewed focus on the noble, the pure, the praiseworthy, worthy. and we're affordable. You know, at the college level, we're debt free. We want our college our college students to graduate without any debt, and it's a flattened hierarchical model that really cuts the cost of private education in half from preschool all the way to college. This is education as it should be, innovative, redemptive, transformative. We're reclaiming the government's cradle-to-grave indoctrination. You know, we, we've talked before on the show about a child's worldview being formed by age by age 13, attachment being formed zero to six. We can't wait until kids are 18 years old to cast the net. We have to start early. So that's the reason for our preschool to college models. At CVCU, we help churches create preschool to 10th grade classes. And then we give your 11th graders the opportunity to start college with us or sister institution right there at the at, at your church, at the pod at your church. And in for CE, C, uh, CVCU, students can earn their associate's degree by the time they graduate high school. They can transfer out uh, or stay on at the home, at the academy center, the church-based learning center. Uh, students don't have to go woke, broke, or get yoked to a pagan government college to earn their degree. 
Why is the parental piece important? A lot of people ask me that. In traditional education, parents' rights end at the front door of the school. Did you know that? This is ungodly, friends. It's wicked. It's simply a ploy to undermine faith and family. And we've all seen the hundreds of reports of parents being cut out of the mix when children are taught anti-family, anti-faith rhetoric. This is purposeful. This is intentional. A partnership with families protects the authority of training and discipleship. It keeps the power where it belongs, on the shoulders of the parents. If we want to topple the power structure of the public system, we have to sever our financial tie. Why the family and the church? Why those two entities together? Well, through our national academy system, we train parents to be disciple makers. The disciple makers that scripture clearly compels us to become. Again, that number one predictor of socioeconomic success from preschool to college is an involved parent. That is the secret of success. Private schools miss it because they fail to engage the parent. And that's why their retention rate in the faith is almost as abysmal as the public schools. That's sad. That should not be. So I encourage the restoration of parent and church to the rightful place of moral and intellectual authority. Can you imagine the impact on our culture if we reclaim education? 15 million kids across the United States. I mean, really, it's it's radical. And another 14 million college students, really radical. I know it'd be easier to outsource our kids to the lowest bidder. That's what parents have been doing for generations. This is not supposed to be easy. It's a it's a revolution. <laughs> and I'm not preaching to you something I haven't done myself. I haven't practiced myself. You know, I've been all in with my kids. Uh, K to college, homeschooled. Uh, that parent-directed model was powerful. I scoured the research and experiential data when they were young, and I saw that undeniable power of the parent-directed model. So I stepped into the ring 20 years ago with my own family and have a tremendous harvest Based on my research and experience as a parent, a pastor's wife, a college president, a veteran educator, I wholeheartedly believe that this is the change that will turn the tide for the next generation. I think if we're really honest, we have to admit to ourselves that traditional education today is little more than snowflake-making, anxiety-producing, socio-political environment that manipulates, desensitizes, and turns young hearts away from faith and family. Friends, that's not school. (laughs) If we're going to save the next generation, it's going to be through systematic reform of the modern scholastic model. And that change is not just going to impact the family and the local church, but the nation itself will see a resurgence of some of the greatness of our country. It's a solvable problem. That's the exciting thing. The local church, tremendous power. Parents, tremendous power. Parents and pastors working together hand in hand have the latent power to shift the culture of our state, of our nation. In California, if just 75% of our churches would open their doors to 200 students, 260 students today, that's it. We could empty every pagan school classroom across the state tomorrow. That's all it takes. We're the, we're the church. <laughs> we're the hope. <laughs> we're the answer. We're the temple of the living God. You know, I envision the, you know, the scene where the, the ark is brought into the presence of the ungodly uh, Philistine god Dagon and Every morning when the Philistines come into the temple, their false god is toppled over in the presence of the living God. And I I picture that for the church right now, that that's what's going to happen when we stand up, wake up, start fighting back against this demonic oppression, because these modern day Dagons must be confronted with the presence of the living God. What can you do? You can connect with us for training. You can promote freedom by encouraging pastors, encouraging parents to step into the ring. And you can lead a mission yourself 
an academic rescue mission by stepping into the ring and starting your own church-based K to college system. Friends, we must return to that pressing question that I ask over and over on the show, Plato's question. The two most important questions any civilization must ask is who is teaching the children and what are they being taught? Because there will be no lasting change in this country if we don't dismantle the spirit of indoctrination, if we don't flip the American classroom, if we don't rebuild our faith foundations. The devastation is real, but the harvest, it's ready. It's time for an education revolution. So I ask you, Will we stand idly by while the uncircumcised Philistines of the pagan government school system turn the hearts of our nation's youth away from faith and family? Or will we, like David, run to the battle line? If you have a church building that's sitting empty during the week at CVCU, we will help you. We will personally walk you through the process of launching an academic outreach that will turn your existing church building into an academic outreach mission. You can catch our next masterclass that's coming up very soon. Just go to savethenextgen.com. We all know that traditional education is broken beyond repair, and I am calling on churches across the United States to be part of the solution. Visit us at cvcu.us, click the Homeschool Academy tab, start an academy, and step into that rescue mission. We are here to help you every single step of the way. If you're in 10th grade or older, you can join us live for our upcoming CVCU visit day, where you'll have an opportunity to experience our signature Socratic model in person. You'll meet our world-class faculty, have lunch with our amazing students, get a chance to walk a day in the life of a CVCU crusader. You can just click the pop-up box on cvcu.us for info. And again, check out that masterclass if you're ready to step in, learn more about the mission, just go to savethenextgen.com. Don't forget to check out my latest book on the 12 toxic traits of the public school system. Outsourced is available in print and on Kindle. You can go to outsourcethebook.com or you can find all of my books, blogs, and podcasts at cvcu.us on the president's page. Again, I'm Dr. Lisa Dunn and thanks for joining me on today's show. I'll be back next week with more of our toxic trait analysis and what you can do to break free of the system. We'll see you then. Thanks again for joining us here on The Communication Architect. If you have questions about today's episode or if there are topics you'd like to see us address, send your comments via Instagram to at Dr. Lisa Dunn or via email to contact at drlisadunn.com. That's D-R-L-I-S-A-D-U-N-N-E.com. And remember, strategic communication will help you build greater emotional health and relational resilience. So don't miss the next episode. I'm Dr. Lisa Nunn, and I look forward to talking with you next time right here on The Communication Architect.